right, all right, we are live. Welcome back, Townstone Financial Show. Zach Schwartz, Jim Chereau, Barry Sterner will make uh, his appearance shortly. He's closer than you think. Look, hey, real fast. <laughs> uh, Townstone Financial, check us out. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, NMLS number one three six six three nine. So we've been talking about for years about how the Fed does not set mortgage rates. But I right. think this week in particular is probably the best example we've had in recent memory right. to it show is. to show people that still, you know, are are calling or that ask about it that the Fed does not control where the mortgage rates go because last week Why would you say that? Last week the yes. Fed dropped the rates. Well, how come rates got higher? And then we're and then right now rates are higher than they were before the Fed dropped the rates. Yes. So if the Fed yeah, here's the problem dropping the rates you're saying you're, you're you're being the problem right now because you just said the Fed dropped the rate dropped their rates so the Fed what is controlling the short term like inner when banks Over need money basically overnight because they have reserve requirements they have to borrow that from the Fed that is the only rate that the Fed sets and yes it's called the Fed funds rate and yes that's a lower, what they lower a lower Fed's funds rate means you know the banks it's get that easier for them to easier borrow so they can pass some of the savings on in theory but it isn't the same thing because that's just overnight money versus right. a 30-year mortgage loan which has so many other factors built in that pricing because they need to they need to be able to kind of predict what are rates going to be doing 29 years from now we have to hedge that well how did the Fed and they did affect mortgage rates and they did probably for the last five or six years until last year when they so when they used to affect so the rates. this was not affecting them by changing the federal funds rates barry they were buying mortgage-backed securities we, so they were basically inflating the value of these mortgage-backed securities liquidity you know in the right. supply money the supply and demand they were kind of this artificial demand what does the fed do to do this they print money. They well, they really, ask the they Treasury really print to print money. money. The Federal Reserve can say, give me a billion dollars today, and poof, they created a billion dollars. And we're going to buy these right. securities, they, these when, loans when they, from the when they, buy, when they buy something, they're actually printing money because the Fed doesn't go to work every day to make money to go use that money to go buy anything. So. They they cre they did affect rates when they were buying mortgage-backed securities. The only time they're buying mortgage-backed securities now are when certain mortgage-backed securities are repaid early. They're continuing to keep it at the same level, so that they're just replacing. Like if if a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage is paid off, they'll get good another three hundred thousand dollar mortgage to make it as simple as everyone so can understand. So as long as the Fed has any mortgage-backed security in its portfolio, you would I could make the argument that we have an artificially correct you know so the the well, well the rates are low but the mortgage-backed securities that makes them more you know it raises the price of them because there's more demand the fed is one of the demanders there um so it's artificial they did stop the purchases but that is one thing the fed does that can impact the rates well, so you, if they announce tomorrow the Fed's restarting, you know, the quantitative easing, buying of mortgage bank securities, correct. you know, we could We're, see three and a half exactly. zero cost 30 year fix again tomorrow. That's a great point because last year they stopped and that's why we had that huge upward movement of interest rates in the mortgage space in October of last year. Right. And, right. 
That's exactly what happened. It's like Krispy Kreme, and then like the Atkins diet became popular. Right. You know, then and it's so like Krispy Kreme took a hit. It's right. like people stopped wanting donuts, so it didn't right. matter. You know, that Krispy Kreme could keep mm-hmm. making them, but no one was buying them. What's the name of that movie where they go to the wine country? It's Oh, uh, with Paul Giamatti, yeah. where, where he uh, sideways, talks, sideways, sideways. So he talked about he hates Merlot, hates it, hates it, hates it. Yeah, they're Pinot guys, right? And so, what? When I went to a vineyard soon after that movie, maybe three, four years, the the vin- whoever the guy is in charge of the vineyard said after that the bottom dropped out of Merlot, <laughs> and they actually said that they had to cut down all the vineyard, the vines, and fuse in C- Cabernet grape vineyards on i mean because they said that it crashed so see you you're a wine drinker mm -hmm. i'm not so to me it's like i wouldn't know the difference so that absolutely would impact my buying decision because like i don't know what's good but if the public perception is like that you drink pinot and it's like if you you're you're low class if you drink merlot like i was i wouldn't order merlot then it was like it tastes the same to me right let's go back to the fed even knowing he's trying to make an analogy okay The stock market. Yes. The bond market. Stocks all-time highs again Agriculture markets. Any type of trading market where people are investing is based on future information. What's going to happen in the future? Not today. It's called buy the rumor and sell the facts. So everybody who's out there listening, who's been calling us and has been saying, well, I'm not doing anything till the Fed because the Fed's going to drop. You don't understand. The Fed, basically, and the, and they're trying to do this. They and pre-announce. They, they're trying to tell everybody so that there's no surprises. The Federal Reserve never wants to surprise the marketplace. If no. they surprise the marketplace, that's really bad. Chaos. It's it, it really, really chaos. bad. So they're always trying to signal what they're doing. They send out minutes the week after they have their meetings so that you they can do see a press what they they do press conferences mm-hmm. well they never did that he just started no, doing correct. Uh, now, whatever they right. did the last couple of years correct press conference so everybody knows what's going on so everybody knew that this quarter point was coming yes they could have changed their mind if data had shown up or something but everyone knew that so the price of your mortgage the price the interest rates basically already had this embedded in the price so it was a non-event, so everyone who's waiting there. Well, I shouldn't say it was a non-event. If you have a car, if you were going to get a car loan, that went down a quarter point. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you have a home equity line, that goes down a quarter point because anything based on the prime interest rate went down a quarter point. But unfortunately, in this day and age, there aren't that many things based on the prime interest rate. Not anymore. Any, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So it's an indirect way that the federal reserve could impact them now by them buying mortgage-backed securities for as long as they did that was a direct way yes there is another direct way that's going on but it's going to be do explain it's going to be a little bit less direct than buying mortgage-backed securities okay so everybody knows a mortgage-backed security is like a stock that's just for it's, mortgages. Yeah, it's just an investment. Right. Just it's a, for mortgages. In, it's an alternative. Nothing else. It's correct. like if you have a hundred dollars to it's invest, to balance your portfolio, you could put so it in stocks. You could put it in savings. You could put it in bonds. You right. could buy mortgage-backed securities. securities. Buy gold, Bitcoin. Right. It's mortgage-backed a security is a bond. It is right. Okay. Well, right. so because a it's mortgage a specific because bond, a mortgage yeah. is a debt. Okay. So you and you can buy a mortgage-backed security within a portfolio. There's also something called treasury bills and treasury bonds. 
Yep. Okay. And what the Fed is doing right now is they're buying short-term T-bills. They're trying to uninvert, uninvert the, the yield, yield curve. curve. Yeah. That's so what happens is I'm let's say I'm a mortgage I'm in the bond trade. And they have been successful. Yes, they've been successful. Over the last couple months. Well, last with couple infinite months. money. Correct. You'd well, have to be successful. Ha- hopefully that's so here I am. I'm a bond trader and I see the Fed is buying T-bills. Yep. So I'm going to sell my mortgage-backed securities, right? And I'm going to go buy some T-bills. And then hopefully tomorrow I can sell them to the Federal Reserve for more money than I bought them for. Right. So that is a way that it, they are indirectly affecting mortgage-backed securities. By buying T-bills, the bond traders who will trade all bonds, including mortgage-backed securities, right. they're going to go where the money is. They know the Fed's going to be buying. So they're going to be buying to try to sell to the Fed. And that's why mortgage-backed securities are getting um, hammered some days they're, yeah, they're not, when they shouldn't They're be. not quite there, as favorable. No, to, there's no economic data. Because there's, there's no, a certain buyer of one, it's an artificial, and there's no certain buyer of correct. mortgage-backed securities. It's an artificial way now that the federal government, the Federal Reserve, well, Ray Dalio made a Ray Dalio runs Bridgeview or Bridgeport. I think it's Bridgeview Hedge Fund. It's the largest in the country. He wrote a large article in in uh, on LinkedIn yesterday saying that the the entire world has gone mad based on what you're just saying because all the central banks throughout the world have been throwing all this liquidity into the market so you could say that mortgage-backed securities are mispriced bonds are mispriced and all this money is sloshing around. Where's the money going, though, if we're not seeing Ray, the Ray, crazy Ray, inflation we Ray, should Ray see? Ray told you where it's going. Yeah, but shouldn't we see it inflation? Went to, it's, going to, it's going to all these startups who are getting billions of dollars and not making any money. The hmm. WeWorks, the Ubers of the world, yeah, the Lyfts of the world. Yeah, but they're still paying money out to billions. somebody. Or, uh, the it's, money's got to get spent or something. It's going to these companies that have not made money. That have net worth. That have uh, uh, not net worth. What's it called when you uh, your stock uh, thing? It's not net worth. Value company values. Yeah, the, the valuations. Va- the valuations, valuations are in the billions. Right. Well, well like and, and just like just like it's, uh, it's gambling. Perfect example. The, the, vis- the vision fund over right. there in the SoftBank <laughs> yeah. wrote down a billion dollars the other day because they had jacked up the value of, of their you know we of WeWorks by four point seven billion it's dollars. Like, if it wasn't about the future, Uber would be worth zero because they just hit earnings. I think they lost like a billion dollars. Isn't it it's amazing? Like, you don't want to to buy a share of a company that loses a billion dollars but you do buy the share if you think why is it worth a billion dollars if you think it's going to be profitable in the future because Because there's too much money chasing too few this is just like the mortgage melt before the mortgage meltdown yes there was way too easy to get money so therefore people were bidding up these houses and the values were going up beyond what was this is like i've said this before right there was a candlestick run in the 1100s in Japan. There was a tulip run in Holland in the 1300s. People will pl- place value on anything that they think they can make money on. Right. Your but house, I think I think Uber, the, the Uber gamble the, bomb, the Uber gamble is like the you're Amazon. You're the best example, Mr. The, is gambler. Like, <laughs> is like the Amazon. I'm actually a terrible gambler. No, I, talk about your new your so, new, yeah. well, let's talk about it. The well, other the, the, a couple weeks the infinite, ago, you decided that you were going to, what's the app called? Yeah, so I actually wrote about this in uh, the episode description so we could talk about it a little bit. So it's this app called Robinhood mm-hmm. that is basically trying to take uh, 
regular everyday folk turn and you turn into, a into, big trader. into day traders. I decided. I called it day gamblers, but he didn't like that. I decided. Well, I, I figured out I, I'm a terrible day trader, terrible gambler, because you know I was like, I'll throw five thousand dollars. What did they in. give you? One share free if you I bought something. I got a free share of like it GoPro. Like, it was like going to the store and buying soap, and they gave you a free toothpaste. So nice. I got like a four dollar share of GoPro or whatever. But yeah, I, I threw five thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm gonna gamble, be a day trader. I have five thousand of just like stock. I'm happy holding now, mm-hmm. indefinitely. I'm I'm he, terrible he, at that. And he, and he spent most of the day looking to see it ticking up or uh, ticking down. Back I'm done and forth now. I'm just because holding. you know it's, yeah. it's it's like a drug, right? So, but but Robinhood actually recently made national news, CNBC, really? Wall Street Journal. So we talk about the Fed, the ability to print money. Robinhood had a glitch in their app. Okay. For infinite money. So in the like when when I hear, you know, infinite money glitch as a video gamer, I think we're talking a video game. You type in the cheat code right, and like right. your character gets like <laughs> extra money. You want you want to read the headlines so that it just came out? Rates surge with ten year treasury yield jumping the most since Trump's election. Yes. That's what we uh So right now it's at one point nine six. We were all the way down to like one we were, six is one, like one three six, right? Oh my gosh! Wasn't it? I thought we point? got done under one three, but we we're in the maybe, one threes. Maybe yeah. So we're we're up over sixty basis points, and that's that's a huge huge move. jump in a small amount of time. But yeah, back to Robinhood. What yeah. what, what the, the, the reports are? This is hilarious. Uh, yeah, kinda. You can see it. But um, so on Robinhood, these people you would deposit a thousand dollars. One. The money wouldn't even get transferred yet because it takes like a week, but they let you trade oh. based on that. They were buying, I think they were um, leveraged puts, mm-hmm. something that basically like pays out immediately with like risk being down in the future. And then using the value of what you just bought, letting you leverage that to buy more, mm-hmm. taking the value of that, letting you leverage that to buy more. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was seeing reports so, of people, you know, with that thousand dollars that didn't even didn't leave even their, bank, their yet, bank account. And they had like over a million dollars in positions. You gotta be kidding me. I'm a hundred percent serious. Holy this is geez. this is on the internet. This is hopefully Did anybody they, get crushed by this? Yes, but but at the same time, you can't get blood lose, from a rock. Right. You're only, it's so like you're only I threw a thousand dollars at. And who knows? Maybe wow. that transfer never even went through. But I have some good news. What's that? You'll be able to get an arm now because arm pricing, five, right. seven, and right. ten year arms have Finally. been horrible for like the last six or seven right. months. We even took ours off because they were it was they, a waste they, of time. Waste of printed paper. Yeah. It, because but now of the that, arms will come back. Yeah, because of the yield curve. Yeah. Correct. Because of that yield curve. So the the to wrap this up if i'm understanding you properly is that you have potentially consumers that think that the fed's going to lower rates and that's going to directly affect mortgages and i hope that most people now understand um because it is easy for the news media people to tell you oh feds are dropping rate go check your mortgage check your mortgage right it doesn't work that's not how this works and this is a a very good clear indication that based upon last week, if it was true, our rates would be lower, but in fact, they're higher yes. in the mortgage field. And hopefully you understand why. The Fed does their thing, and it can affect the entire economy one way or the other. But the Fed also does another thing. They decided they're not going to be purchasing mortgage-backed securities. They're going to be purchasing treasury bills. So 
that artificially gets people out of mortgage-backed securities. And when you sell like that, they go down. They get worse, which means interest rates go up. So, so let me read something. Yeah. Because I, Ray Dalio, who I always listen to, he is, in fact, the founder and billionaire of Bridgewater Associates LP. He's, they, they are the largest hedge fund in the world by far. There's no one even close to them. Ray Dalio recently spelled this thesis on why the economy is broken in his LinkedIn posts. If anyone has time, the world has gone mad and the system is broken. Central banks have been handing out cheap money to investors who have been injecting it, Zach's asking where the money's go, into companies that are often unprofitable and don't contribute, Mr. Millennial, to the growth of the economy, <laughs> of the economy including the Uber that you think is going to be worth so much. And it might. Who knows? Dalio also attacked the country's ballooning debt and disproportionate access to credit, which is f fueling the wealth gap. So I read the whole thing, and, and it'll take a while, so I'm not going to read Can the whole thing. What he's, really, what he's saying is that the difference between rich and poor is going to continue to get wider here as debt accumulates so because taxes are going to go up. Yes. It's going to have to be paid. It has a bigger impact on, on people with less income. Can I? I want to yeah, interject. Ahead, I want to interject one thing because I know this. This for one second. I'll sure. tell you. Okay. The U.S. federal deficit was nine hundred and eighty-four billion dollars for physical two thousand nineteen. This is a, and there's a Republican in the White House, a twenty-six percent increase from two thousand eighteen, and the largest gap in seven years. You know. Well, good thing they lowered the rates, because because then we <laughs> we pay less interest on the. Let me finish this debt. one thing, and then you mm -hmm. then here. his post comes days after the Federal Reserve cut interest rates for the third time this year to buffer the U.S. against the slowing global econ global economy and the ongoing U.S. trade war, U.S. Uh, China trade war. Mm -hmm. Dalio suggests that it will ultimately fail on the uh, fall on the central banks to buy up this debt by printing more money this whole dynamic in which sound finance is being thrown out the window will continue and probably accelerate he wrote right now men many pension funds have investments that are tended to meet their pension obligations use assumed returns that agree that agree to that agree to the regulators they are typically much higher around seven percent so really w w what he's talking about here is that the older generation, just like is what's going on in Japan right now, our population over 60 and 65 is growing at a rampant pace right now. And all these, many of those people have pensions and Social Securities and what do you call that kind of debt, whatever it's called? Uh, when pension Obligation. Social Security, obligations, obligations for, yeah. for that. Legacy costs. Legacy and, costs. Yeah. And they're like Chicago has, and they're going to continue to go up as our population ages. Those people are not going to be producing, and the younger people aren't going to produce enough, and we're going to have rapid inflation. Mm -hmm. now, so it sorry, will hit. Do you remember what you were going to say? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so one of, one of the things that you had mentioned was access to credit and the, it widening the, the gap, right, of income inequality or wealth. Right. Wealth. It was wealth. That's important not to call it income, but wealth. I want to I wanna just expand on that for a moment. I was involved in two cases. Um, two condos in the city of Chicago being purchased by the same individual. Right. One of them was a purchase of an investment. One was a refinance, cash out of an investment to, to purchase the new one. Right. Both of these were under $90,000 loan amounts. 
they, when you had to apply all the, um, the points and fees tests, and I'm trying not to make this too intricate, but it, the bottom it, line is... It was hard to do. It was extremely hard. One of them had, was, was $2,700 over the limit, and it was an $83,000 loan. We have that all the time. Right. So this woman wanted to pay discount points to get her rate extremely he has low. One I have right a purchase for, closing tomorrow. For the same thing. cash flow. She was being very intelligent. Not only was her cash flow going to be super positive, she was going to be saving hundreds of thousands of but dollars. But the powers no. to be say you can't do the that. The government that, that, says you're not smart enough exactly. to You're not smart enough to, to decide for yourself. And now it's actually going to cost her more. We had to raise her interest rate because we couldn't squeeze anything more out of anybody to get those fees down. Now she's paying a couple hundred thousand dollars more in the life of the loan, and she's not getting the positive cash flow that she but, wanted. But it passed the points and fees. But it passed she the points and fees test. Her, her closing that's costs weren't my, 5%. That's exactly it. So the fact is she got a loan that is that worse. is worse for her. For her. That does not benefit her in, in the least. In any way, shape, or form. Just to meet government just compliance. To meet government compliance rules. The point of my story is you have to be careful. When you hear these things, there's always a blowback. There's unintended always something consequences. that's called unintended consequences. So you got to call. You, 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 you can't assume that let's just say, because we, you heard these well, things. Well, let's just talk about it. So we do a ton of low loan amounts. We always mm -hmm. have. Yes. We're on the radio. Lots of people call up because those are the people that are searching. You because know, for nobody someone will help, to help them. them. No one will help them. Nobody will help them. We, I mean, we have, uh, I don't know how many under $100,000 loan amounts we have. We have a ton of them. And Zach and I sit here during days, and Maggie too, scratching our heads, trying to figure out. I mean, we just right. had this on uh, started I mean, this week. This was even a hundred. This was a hundred sixty thousand dollar loan. Uh, yeah, but I've he wanted that to, story. He wanted to pay points. But nope. here, but here's the bad part of where I was going with this. So when we can't get it done, and yeah, and and sometimes we're able to cut our compensation. I don't even know how Quicken or UWM is allowed to cut our compensation, but we're always open to cut our compensation because we just want to get it done. Then they end up going to these local banks. Mm -hmm. My question to you is, how do these smaller entities, these banks, these community banks, yes. get this through without having to follow these because rules? Because there's an I, exemption if you do less than 100 mortgage residential loans oh, a year. Okay. You are so, exempt from all and every. Because we send them to small credit unions, small right. local banks. We said, you know, we can't get it done. We've done whatever we can. I mean, there's sixty, sixty-five thousand dollar loans. Mm -hmm. We could have another hundred a year of those of people who call. And Zach and I always tell them, you know, and we're happy to look at it for we look at it, we look at their we, we look at the loan estimate or whatever, but then again, it's taking money out of our pocket. But the worst part of it from what I the feedback that I get is when they end up going to that small entity, you know, the dollar signs start ringing because the small entity knows they can't go anywhere else. Right. So all of a sudden, you see points and fees where they charge them on a $60,000 loan. They charge them $2,000 just to, to, I mean, to look at the loan. It right. goes back to, you know, price setting in communist countries. You know, in Venezuela, they said, uh, you know, oh, grocery stores, you can't sell bread for more than a dollar. The grocery stores are like, well, it costs us a dollar fifty to buy the bread. We're just, we're not going to carry it anymore. Right. Correct. And no one gets bread then. Right. But the the interesting, you know, we we don't even make that much on the smaller loans. It's just a matter of you get those loans done. Listen, when you do a smaller loan for for a person who can't get it done or everything, 
that is the the be- that is your that's free advertising because right. they're going around to every one of your friends and saying, "Hey, hey nobody Tom else Stone did the loan. But, no one else could but, do it for us." But 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 then you're stuck and you're called a predatory lender when nobody's looking at. Well, the we fact- can't get it done now. It's well, terrible. I know that. Yeah. No, and so on the purchase, and you got high cost Illinois too, which you don't have in every state. Was this Illinois? Obviously, yeah, yeah it was Cook so, County, so, Cook yeah. County, Cook well, County, and yeah. Chicago. And so Chicago, you have you right. have you have. Well, they're all the same. Cook County. Well, you have. Yeah. Well, but. Can't you, you? It doesn't. Cook County has a test, and yes. then Chicago adds it to a test when you're right. in Chicago, right? Yes, they all they're, they're, they're right, but they're, I very, think they're very Cook County similar. and Chicago are very similar. Yeah. Okay, so if you pass one, you usually pass the other. But it includes okay. like pass all one, you don't pass, the fees. You don't pass the other is the problem. Okay, so. okay, I get it now. They're they're they're, they're together. And yeah. I so you know, the, but the low loan amounts, the people that that the government was supposedly trying to help. Right. Ever since Dodd Frank got done, the low loan amounts have been very, very difficult which, to get done, and, and which makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. And I mean, I've had a few wealthy people do low loans. I have, but you know what they did? Well, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're no, wealthy wait, or poor. If you no, no, sm- I'm just. What if you have a small loan amount? You just want to refinance. Right. That's what I mean. Is That's so somebody who's who's who is in a position of um, a little bit more wealth who does have a low loan amount. When they run into this, what they do is they go beat up the title company. And the title company lo- lowers their fee. Then they beat up their attorney, who they paid a lot of money to, and say, "For this transaction, you're zero, so that they can get the loan or done." Or they right? do it outside of closing on, well, on the on the attorney. So. I, I, yeah, I, I'm That's not sure. That's the only thing you yeah. can do. I, I, the I attorney's understand. the easy one. We do that all the time. They do it outside of closing. I understand that, but the, but the title company hardly ever will go down in right. their fees. Right. Hardly ever. Hardly ever. Yes. I, I understand that. That's yes. the problem. It is. It I is mean, if problem. title companies wanted to be better in compliance, could they lower their settlement fee, which they should is included, based, and they increase should... just their title insurance fee? Why do they have to go all well, the, the settlement fees part of the APR? Right. So, yes. they, they should They should be in a position where they, they but have increase... a sliding scale per loan sizes. I'm sorry. On the settlement fees. We all, we all should... Look, well, they do, but it, the sliding scale ends at two hundred thousand. I know, that's, right? That's, it's that's like zero to two hundred. No, it's two hundred thousand to ten million dollars that right. they have the sliding scale. I know and that. Then under two hundred thousand dollars, because to them, it's still a transaction. I mean, we could get. But Frank it's the Pellegrini same with us. Here, it's like it's the same. Frank Pellegrini would say from Prairie Title, he say it's the same amount of work that we have a sixty thousand dollar loan or two hundred. Same with us. A hundred thousand dollar loans, the same work okay, as a four hundred thousand. Why, why is it? Why is it that only the mortgage people have to start? Twisting into a it's pretzel us. to get it done. Right, right. That's my point. Because though. we single-handedly crashed Crit- the economy. Yeah, by our, all, yeah, yeah nobody else I, had I a hand to, in that. I have yes. to add something here. This has been going on since 2010, I think. I'm talking about these high price, uh, these the the the, the uh, high cost laws, the high cost, yeah. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And really, and the industry in itself, and I don't know who listens to us. The industry really not, has not gone after this problem at all. They no. have not tried to change. It. They no. tried to change how the title insurance is done. We you know where you have to quote, you know, full title, you know, not the discounted title, and they lost on that. The Consumer Finance Protection Bureau hasn't changed that, even though you you only get charged in here in Illinois five hundred, and we're supposed to show three thousand. But the low loan amounts here, nobody. I I have not seen hardly anybody uh, really go after this and fight. And say, hey, 
this guess needs to be because there's you, no I mean, money. Maybe you've seen because it. there's not as much money in much. the loan loan no. in the low and loan we, amount. And, you know, we're, and we're fu- we fight about it all the. I mean, we call Quicken and UWM and whoever we're we're doing loans for Loan Stream. I mean, Loan Depot, whoever it happens to be. Even when we were doing it, you know, with Chase and we we're the lender. I mean, this fight was just it just it just it, it drives you crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of times you get you, when you first run numbers for the low loan amounts there. You're, you, and, and it'll show approval when you get to the end. One little thing will change from oh, the title company. It's unbelievable. And you're over X number of dollars, and right. then you're pulling your hair out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So just to wrap up here, because if you we're, we're 30 minutes in here, mm-hmm. um, it is you almost. You listen to this when you're on your airplane. That's true. I'll be uh, traveling tomorrow. But uh, it is November. It is freezing out, and it is the perfect time. For your end-of-year financial check-in. Um, I think we did this two years ago is when we started talking about this. Every year is a, at the end of the year, you know, holidays come around, whether it's Thanksgiving um, or the December holidays. You get the day off. You get a time to, to sit down, reflect, look over your finances, and make sure you're in the best place possible going into 2020 as possible. We're doing a ton of those. Um, free consultations at townstone.com. You just fill it out. We'll give you a call. We'll talk with you for five minutes. If you can save money, we'll help you do that. If you can't, we're going to go a step further this year because we do a lot of business. Step further. Yes. Mm. We do a lot of business with Ameriprise Financial Advisors. Mm. I shouldn't say unfortunately, but many of them have a, have, have a, have a minimum amount to invest but we can always send them to Absol- someone. We got absolutely. Phil Watson. We got Jim Fercucci. We got Steve Adams. So we do a, a lot of business of with them. So planners. if you need a financial planner, we can always send you to one of these fine people. They've been in business many years and doing business with me. I think for almost fifteen or twenty years. Many of these guys. So, um, but, but so maybe many, a financial planner. So many people helpful. though I talk to, and it's like. I got the loan 13 years ago. I have a 5.875 rate. And I'm like, why haven't you refinanced? And I didn't think about it. That's not a good excuse. Think about it. Your finances matter. When, you, when you're overpaying yeah, most, on your mortgage, that's money you could be saving every single month in your most bank. Most people, I will say, Zach is not most people. Because Zach will look at our 401k plan and say that we're playing $2.50 extra and and we good for you and, and you know per for him <laughs> compound thing, interest baby and we should go to vanguard or whatever and i'm like well we're not going to vanguard because i don't want to prepare all the paperwork and do, do all the stuff but most people take spend more time worrying about what they're going to eat for dinner than they look at their financial future True. i mean that's just a fact so um your mortgage your 401k plan your ira your retirement money, because most people today work at companies without any type of pension plan. And mm-hmm. we're talking about the pension plans holding back here. There is going to come a day when you'll have some gray hair. Yeah. I don't have any gray yeah. hair. No, no. You'll have some gray hair, and you'll have to look. I mean, from from your prior jobs, you have any pension from yeah. the old bank? Yes. The old bank mm-hmm. had there. Yes. Well, Jim worked for, well, we won't say the name because oh, we don't like big them bank. anymore. A yeah. big bank. And they had pension. One of the big three. I, but but anyone I work, new I work, coming in is not going to get anything no, close to nope, that. No, nope. I work for some major companies, and I have zero pension. Ooh. I work for the Pillsbury Company. I work for AB and Amro. I work mm-hmm. for Griffith Labs. You just and got into I have no late, pension or? from any of those. Most of the companies, 
Pillsbury had been taken over by Grand Met, and they they had no pension plan when I got there. Yeah, that I mean, was all the four hundred one k plans came out. Yeah. I mean, the the four hundred one k tax when code I, when, when I first 70s, got out of school, I think seventy nine, yeah. seventy eight, something like that. Um, the late eighties is when the companies the, really when it started really going started there. moving that way. Correct. Yes. Yes, correct. I mean, we don't. We'll save it for another episode. Like yeah. we have the, a nice pension. We have a nice pension plan for you, for you, Zach Schwartz. You don't. Don't, you don't retire. We're we're, <laughs> we're 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 going to give you a half a dozen monster drinks. Oh, thank upon you. Upon your retirement, and beautiful. A half dozen, not a dozen. Half dozen. <laughs> They're not like shut down for like they cause cancer by then or something. Yeah, right. Um. But again, townstone.com, free consultation. All it takes is your time. You could save hundreds of dollars a month. Uh, worst case, you you're in a good you place. You find out you're in a good place and you're right. just you get certainty. And you get to talk to Barry, you get to you talk get to Zach. Certainty. You get to talk to an expert. That's so right. townstone.com, have a great rest of your week. But do your year end financial check ins. Yes. Monday, Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Happy Day. Happy Veterans Day. Yes. Thank you all for, for your service. service. Absolutely. Thank As I so always much. say when I'm doing a VA loan, people like me need people like, like you. you. Yes. I like that. Because I'm not a front lines sort of guy. And not everybody can <laughs> be, and that's okay. All right. Have a great rest of your week, folks. Enjoy.